Welcome back to Many Windows, the podcast about education for everyone and anyone interested in education. My name is John Cassie, and I'm joined as always by my dear friend, the principal of Jordan Middle School Am in Burbank, California, Jennifer McGlemory. Jennifer, how there you are go. you? That's right. Hey, John. Good to see you. You know, before we started this COVID consideration uh, uh, little series, we probably would go a month or two in between our recordings. And it's been really nice seeing you every week and doing totally. this every week. Yeah, it's been dynamite. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, for, for me, a lot of what's been my reality for the last six months, seven months of COVIDness is it's kind of really weird feeling of social isolation and sort of socially distanced, but also feeling strangely unmoored from the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. And I know that for some, Zoom is a, uh, you know, is a pale, pale comparison to any real socialization. But from my perspective, it really is better than nothing. And, you know, you know I've really loved it. We've kind of been, you know, trying to find some of the silver linings, the golden nuggets, the takeaways right. that are going to be positive about this experience. And I would say, you know, this is a good example. There's no way if we were trying to do this in person that we'd be able to, just with the distance that we live from one another, be able to do it this frequently. And I have, um, up until this point, I may have mentioned this, but there's two other middle school principals in Burbank. There's three of us. And for my first two years, I would say we got together, just the three of us, maybe twice in my first two years. And as soon as this, uh, you know, school shut down and the pandemic hit, we started meeting like this on mm-hmm. Zoom. We were in the month of May meeting every single morning. And now we've just made it this habit that once a week, we jump on a Zoom together for about 30 minutes and say, hey, what are you doing about this? How are you handling, you know, this situation? Or even just as colleagues talking about frustrations and successes and when you have to, as an administrator, when you have to leave your site to go to a meeting, it's always mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. And now here's this way for us to get together without leaving our sites. And I think that's something we're going to continue to do even when we have kids back in school. I mean, I, I will definitely consider this a, a, a now normative practice. Yeah. Right. Um, not yeah. just in, in teaching, but also in collaboration. Right. We had a PTSA meeting, an, our evening meeting, which we do two a year, and usually they're the most poorly attended. We get maybe 20 people. Right. We had it on Zoom. We had 50 people. So right. we're talking about, okay, some of these parent meetings where we don't get a great showing because parents, even in the evening, they still have children that they have to watch and take care right. of. Right. But people are able to join us more when it when we do have this uh, virtual component. And so we're looking at how we can continue to do, have a live and a virtual component for all of our parent meetings from here on out. Right. Yeah. It makes, it makes, it makes great sense. Right. Um, you know, you'd, um, you'd mentioned golden nuggets, not chicken nuggets, golden nuggets. The casino in Las Vegas is what I was talking about. The golden nugget. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I'm not prepared to call him a nugget because that wouldn't be right, but I am prepared to say that he is a guest of gold 
and I am delighted to welcome my uh, good friend, dear friend, from uh, the school that we both share, TVT Community Day School in Irvine. I'm delighted to welcome Kevin Batchelder, who is the uh, so director of after-school auxiliary summer school programs and uh, a musician of import and note, a, a jazz man of uh, limitless talent. And he's going to share some thoughts with us about the unique challenges of educating as a performing arts educator during this time. You know, Jennifer had raised this question a number of times as we were going through our COVID consideration miniseries. And, uh, and when we had Kathy on last week, it was like, we've got to have Kevin on as we come to the end of what we, what we are envisioning as a 10 part, uh, you know, kind of series of episodes. So Kevin Batchelder, welcome to many windows. Well, that was a, uh, you're right. That was a fantastic uh, introduction, John. And it, and it was full of love and lies. But, uh, <laughs> as, as, it, as it always is, right? That was nice. Uh, you told me it was going to be. And you, 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 uh, you were a man of your word. Uh, yeah. Thanks for that introduction. That was very nice of you. Uh, yeah, I'm glad to be here. It's great. Yeah. Now, now you know, J Jennifer's going to kind of, uh, kind of lead us through some some thoughts that she's been having from her vantage point as a principal. But I know that, you know, when you and I are talking about the challenges of doing performing arts, because you're, you know, the up, essentially the upper school music teacher, right? Yeah. That the, you know, the challenges confronting you are, are everything that every other teacher has, but yes and, right? So that's what, you know, right. kind of what we're, you know, what the, 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 the theme is. So Jennifer, what are your sort right. of perspectives? Well, the performing piece of performing arts, right. uh, and especially I think our students at, at my district, our performing arts, our vocal music and our band are, are highly regarded, very competitive, and a huge draw for a lot of kids. So we're Burbank, um, and people come to Burbank and, of course, Southern California, you know, for the entertainment industry, and we benefit from that. Um, but there are kids that it just absolutely feeds their soul. And that was one of my concerns, is we still need to have a choir program and a band program, not just because I need... Uh, this the space in my schedule but these kids need to continue to be able to do this and then my question is of course i hired a new choir teacher this year and it sounds like maybe you guys did too um uh, how how is this done how do you do performing arts in uh distance learning right um well look there's a real challenge because the whole point of a performing arts, the, right, the performing part, is to be doing it together. It is the communal experience. It is, it is the part of arts uh, that has to be happening, what you term I use, is in time. So it's happening in time. Uh, your, your visual art, you can pull that off to some extent remotely without, I mean, you're gonna lose some things, but you're not gonna lose anywhere near what you're gonna lose uh, from, you know, the 
the interaction of actually playing together as a group. So here's the very first thing that is, is a reality is that you, uh, you can do a lot of interesting things on Zoom. You're talking about the gold nugget. There are some cool things to do on Zoom. There are great things you can do um, uh, you know, remotely. Here's the thing that you, you can't do um, and uh, uh, you can't rehearse. So uh, this is, if, you're a, if you are a uh, music teacher, I don't, and I, this is irrespective of the genre, uh, you can't rehearse a band remotely. You can send them tracks, uh, you know, karaoke, quasi, karaoke, or some version of karaoke tracks. You can send them that and they can rehearse to that um, individually. But that's called, there's a, there's a name that's called practice. Practice and rehearsal are very different. And, uh, you know, for years, you know, teaching music, uh, I will often say to a student who is playing out of turn, I will say, I love that you're practicing. Uh, we are not practicing here. We are rehearsing. Uh, that you do. What you're doing right now, playing that part, you do that at home. What we're doing together is we're rehearsing. So what you've already done at home is great. You come here and then we put it together and we are all cogs in a wheel and we make the machine. And, uh, you know, that's, that's how the performing arts work. You become a part of the machine. And, you know, the sports analogy is, is uh, apt here as well. You're part of a team um, and you all have roles to, uh, to accomplish. And those things, just as you really can't uh, play, you know, soccer um, remotely, uh, you, can't, you can't rehearse. So that's, that's and that's full stop. I don't, I, 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 you know, my colleague, uh, Alex Siegel, who's brilliant, uh, and I've talked a lot about, you know, ways around this. Is there a way to, is there a way to actually rehearse? Um, <laughs> no, uh, we've just, you know, uh, we've tried different things and the lag is too much. Um, uh, you, you That's the issue, isn't it, Kevin? The, right. the, the issue is lag, the issue is sound, um, but, but it's the biggest is lag. So if you're, you know, you're in time here, one, two, three, and we sing, well, it feels like we're pretty much in time. But then when you start singing, you're behind me. And if I'm in a group of kids, some who are on site, which is our situation now, I have some who are on site and some who are at home, and I'm counting the band in, the kids at home are doomed. <laughs> it's just doomed. Yeah. Uh, so that, so. It can't be done with everyone in distance. It can't, it especially can't be done in concurrent instruction, where it, it, some are in front of you and some are on Zoom. You can't yeah, ever get the timing synchronized close enough to make it possible. That's right. And it's yeah. actually worse. It's worse, worse when you have a group of kids who are there and kids at home because what you end up doing, even if you have worked out what is a fairly careful plan, I, well, I, I thought I had some careful plans. Uh, what, what you end up doing is you end up focusing on either the kids in front of you or the kids at home. And if you're gonna rehearse, again, if you're gonna rehearse, which is what's almost, so much of what your class is if you're a music teacher or a choir teacher, so much of what your class is is rehearsal. I mean, you're just practicing, practicing, practicing together, rehearsal. Uh, and then, you know, you can send them off to do separate, separate things, individual things that, that will happen. But um, yeah, so that's the challenge. I and mean, that's to identify the challenge. That is the challenge. Um, uh, you know, uh, I have some ideas of ways to go forward, but I, you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Is there anything else you want me to, uh, any other things you want me to throw out there that are obstacles <laughs> i'm going to state the obvious anymore i mean uh, how well bad i don't think you know <laughs> I, I found that when we started off the school year and you know my teachers were using some creative 
soft, it's using uh, the band teachers using smart music, you know, the, the choir teacher is doing just what you said, sending out tracks, the kids are recording themselves, and then sending it back to her. And then of course, she actually has the technical ability and know-how to put that all together to make a video performance, which is of course not the same for the students involved. It's great to showcase, but it's not them actually singing together. And initially, I think the novelty was enough that kids were like, okay, okay, we're, do we're doing something here. This is kind of cool. We're still doing choir and choreographers would come and teach them some moves. But I'm telling you, we're 10 weeks in, the shine is off and they are just missing that, that being together and singing with other people. Cause you know, that the sum of the whole is so much more than the parts, right? Very much, very, very true. And you know, exactly what you're describing. We did it, we did it through the spring of last year. So the other problem is we ended the year that way, right? So all those things you're describing, we, we did. So we've sent out the little, the little videos, uh, you know, with the kids who played at home, they recorded themselves. You know, the teacher then assembles the tracks. I assemble the tracks, my colleague assembles tracks, we put them together. We make something that looks fun, um, you know, which they've all recorded in their living rooms or their, wherever they are. And, uh, and, and sounds good, you know, it sounds nice. Um, but, but like, you know, like, like you said, there, there's no immediacy to that. It's all done on your own. It's all done, uh, and, and you're right, it, 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 is, it is a novelty. It's, and, and you're right, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't have staying power. It, it, it does not. It, it, um, how, how, much, how much karaoke do you wanna sing? Uh, until you're like, I've, I've, I've sung as much karaoke as I can possibly sing. How many tracks do you send out before um, people are like, oh, this is, this is lame. So, you know, to give you an idea of where, where we are, um, at TBT, it's a little different than, than, than uh, you know, the Burbank School. I'm sure you probably have uh, uh, at least one or two discrete choirs, um, one probably two different level choirs with, you know, 30, 40 kids, something like that. And you probably have a, a concert band with, uh, you know, uh, wind instruments and, a, and a, I'm guessing an orchestra as well. Um, and that's what you know most. And you're right. Burbank has a, a, a incredible reputation as a place that has great. In fact, when I was going through my grad program at USC, I visited uh, Berkeley. Uh, excuse me, uh, Burbank School. That's where I went to Berkeley, but uh, the Burbank schools and uh, watched some directors there. And yeah, I mean, these programs are outstanding. Um, and then you probably have a morning jazz band. Maybe uh, maybe that's just for the high school. But anyway. Um, what TVT has, what the, what the private school has, is we, we don't have any of those discrete groups. And the reason we don't is because we don't have the population for it. If, if I were to have a choir, for example, of just singers, then um, that class would be have about three kids. And of course, that's you know, it's not uh, sustainable. So what we, what we have is what are called mixed ensembles. Um, and what we've generated uh, just sort of out of you know, survival as a small school is you come to the school, uh, you wanna play uh, tuba. Um, I'll put you to work playing in the group with maybe a drummer, maybe a singer, maybe a saxophone player, uh, maybe a xylophone player, whatever. And then my job is to put that together in some, in some way, which has turned out to be kind of a lot of fun for me. That makes me arrange like crazy. I, I use uh, 
notation software until until the cows come home, and it's uh, it's a lot of work, but it's also really fun. Um, so what what that position that puts us in anyway is that we don't have to try to distance thirty vocalists. I have to figure out how to distance three. So that's more manageable. And so, you know, putting them in different spots and having them wear the visor and we put this whole apparatus over the microphone. I bought disposable, um, actually, John, you bought them, but um, disposable, uh, <laughs> you probably don't know, but, uh, uh, you know, things that go over the microphone and you throw those away after every class. And uh, so that's easier to do. But if I had 30 vocalists, I mean, well, out you could do outside you could do outside um that might be the way to go i mean if it's a mixed group and you have you know drums and guitars and things you outside's not an option um so that's that's what we've that's what we've done is we've you know i've spaced out the vocals in certain spots you know and uh again they've got they wear an extra visor and we put a thing over the microphones and, and they they perform that way and then any of the communal instruments because we have communal keyboards is a wipe down before and a wipe down in advance. I don't know what kind of wear and tear I have. I mean, I, I don't, we'll see how long these instruments last after this year, but that's a different consideration, right? If we get to the year without kids getting, uh, you know, this, this horrible, uh, you know, illness, then we'll call it a win. Um, but, but that's sort of how, how we've, we've proceeded. Um, and that, so now the, now the challenge is I have, I have groups that are there and if I get everyone there, I've, I've figured out a way to move forward. Because like you said, we, we can actually rehearse, we can, we can, it's not really business as usual, but it's close, it's close to business as usual. And then what I'm doing now is I have groups that are split in half. So we get started, I give them the, the work to do, and then I tell the kids at home, break them off in little breakout rooms, I say, okay, here's what you're gonna do the next 40 minutes. You're going to do the following things. Here's a checklist. We're going to come back and you're going to show me what you've done. And right now, that's what those other bands are doing that are broken in half. So um, that's uh, that's tricky. And so now, and the other piece about this, you know, to, to, to what you were saying earlier, uh, Jennifer, is that your performing groups need to have, for their own sanity, but also just the whole point of the thing is to have some kind of, production at the end they other otherwise what are you doing you, i mean if you're practicing just you know let the walls hear you play uh, it's very unsatisfying it's also unsatisfying it doesn't there's no thrust to the class if you have no show you know the one of the very first things that i did when i was tbt is there was like there was like no shows i'm like no we're having a show i mean that doesn't matter it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's great but or even, we're rather it doesn't matter if it's short. It needs to be good. It can't. It can't be awful. No one's sick of that. Uh, but if it's if it's good and short, it's fine. Uh, but we have to have a show, because it, it's it would be like you'd like taking an AP class or taking the test. I mean, mm -hmm. there has to be something at the end. There has to be something to share, and really, it's about sharing it. I mean, there has to be some way to share this. So you know, uh, uh, that's one of the reasons why, of course, all these music teachers around the country have put together these videos. There has to be something to share it. Otherwise, it, 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 it's a really a very empty uh, exercise um, because that's what the art is. Art is, our art is sharing this, this, this thing. Uh, it, you know, if, you, if you just practice, then you know, it's like a tree falling in the woods.
no soccer player is going to practice for nine months only to have no games mm-hmm. and no opportunity to demonstrate their, you know, here's, here's what I know how to do. Right. Here's how I've grown. Here's how I'm different. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it is, it also is, it is the most uh, public way to demonstrate what, you know, in, in academia, we call the assessment. What is the assessment? That's the assessment. You go to the show and no one can play. Well, there you have it. <laughs> you know what they've learned. I mean, it's, you can see it. You can hear it. I mean, it's pretty, pretty straightforward. Um, you know, you don't want to make it all about the presentation because you can also cover up a lot of, uh, you know, you cover up a host of sins with just a, a uh, you know, a flashy show. Uh, but that said, by and large, if kids get out there and they play, you can see what's going on. So, so the next challenge here going forward, and, and I'm, I've been thinking about this, is we need to put on some kind of, uh, of a show. And so what I've been thinking about, and I, I actually did mention this to John, is uh, a lunchtime show outside uh, where we put, out, you know, put the band together and we can space everybody out. And then just kids can do what they normally do at lunch. Don't, uh, you know, don't do anything different. Don't come up to the band. Don't congregate. Just do what you do. And we're going to play for you. Um, so. Uh, that's that's what that's what I'm that's what I'm sort of shooting for right now is uh, something something like that maybe in in, in December. Uh, it's not maybe not it's not as uh, enticing or as uh, as exciting as an evening show with uh, you know the lights and uh, you know uh, but it, it, it's it gives it gives us some place to aim it gives us a target to, to hit. Um, now for the kids at home, here's the question. The kids at home who are going to stay at home for the semester, which I think are, you know, again, I have about 30% in one of the bands. That, um, hey, it, 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 may, it may just be the, the same thing you're describing. It may just be another little video. Um, uh, aside from that, I don't, I don't, have, a, I don't have a great uh, solution to that. But right now, I think we're going to be working on uh, people who, who can show up, who, you know, who, uh, who can be in the classroom who we can rehearse. I think we'll do a, we'll do a lunchtime show and we'll space it out, put ourselves out on the, uh, uh, the huddle area and, uh, and, and do something like that for the, for, for the kids anyway, the kids who are there. So. We're, we're blessed to have a part of our campus where it's almost like we, we, we do a film festival at TVT, which we've done for 15 years. We're not sure what we're gonna do this year, but we've done it for 15 years done it in a variety of venues and a couple of years ago we did it on campus in this sort of plaza right we brought in one of those um kind of bounce house kind of type screens and we had people set up and all that and the band played as it always does for before the film festival and uh i can definitely see how this space would work in that regard you know you get a camera you could live cast it for you know for parents who wanted to see it um but trying to translate that for the the group of at-home learners becomes a problem that you know i just the solutions that would fix it uh a really robust virtual reality framework where everyone could avatar in right and and you know play their instruments that would then become coded by means of some kind of technology and so the avatar would play 
this kind of thing. It, it just doesn't exist, right? So, not yet. Yeah, yeah not yet, right? I was talking to to a, a colleague yesterday, and we were reflecting on what would this look like if it was 2010 or 2000, yeah. right? I mean, there wouldn't be school, no. right? Yeah. We'd be sending paper home, and yeah. there wouldn't be anything, right? So we're we're sort of weirdly blessed that we can do something right but yeah i mean would would that kind of vr ar you know kevin do you think at some point maybe bridge us closer to it it could i mean i it's it, I, I i love that idea um you know put on the goggles and there's your band uh it it could it's it, it is that your processing speed, and of course, it always right. gets faster, faster, right? But your processing speed has to be lights out. Um, because now, if you're, if you're trying, right now, even the problem is just is, is just really audio. Yeah. Um, the, the the audio, because I think the, the the focus on Zoom is getting, you know, I think really great compressed uh, images you know, because that's 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 where the that's that's where the attraction is is, is, is good images and. Um, you know, they're not, not so worried about the delay in the audio. Um, but if you could get the processing speed up to snuff where it, it is instantaneous, I mean, really instantaneous. Um, yeah. And the only, the only, it would really only, the test would be just counting, counting in a group. If you, if you could put on those, uh, VR, uh, headsets and, uh, one person counts everybody in, everybody comes at the same time, you'll, you'll know you're gold. Um, yep. yeah, yep. I, I mean, but yeah, it would, it would require outrageous process. Well, I've got a meeting with a guy next week, Kevin, and I'm going to put this very question to him. Yeah. Right. I've done a couple of virtual reality and augmented reality sort of task forces in the past six, seven years here at TVT and at previous schools. Mm -hmm. And each time I come to the conclusion that the technology isn't ready. When it right. is, it will provide really interesting opportunities, but it isn't there. Yes, and uh, you know this, what is there is you could you could make a uh, a virtual reality band, right? Uh, it, but it is all it's all the kinds of same kind of thing Jennifer was talking about. Is that the problem is it has to be assembled after the fact. It can't happen simultaneously. Not right. yet. It, it can't. Um, it can't. And the performing arts are a in time simultaneous experience. That's what makes them special. Uh, that's why they are performing. That's why they, that's what makes them unique. Yeah. yeah. The the other thing I thought about doing, and, and um, this this might work actually for for your um, your band teachers, um, Jennifer. It is that I have like again like thirty percent of one of the bands is 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 off, um, and I thought well maybe if 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 they're if I could create cohorts that could get together outside mm -hmm. um like maybe there were siblings or something like that we have a lot of siblings with ours i mean i'm sure you have siblings with this too but uh if 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 they could if they could, if they if i could create in, in bands inside the band in other words or or okay. choirs inside the choir then you could you yeah you could you could do some things um but that means you know that means they have to you know that's all i got all the can of worms but if you have, I mean, you have big, I mean, you have big groups, right? If you have, if you have, uh, you have a choir of 
you know, 40 kids and uh, 20 are staying at home, maybe five of them are living on the same block. Maybe, maybe they're quarantined together. You could do something with that group, but that, uh, A, it's a lot of work, but uh, B, it's, it's, it's also a, uh, a real question of who's quarantined with whom. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. You know, we've started really talking about um, coming back uh, you know, I'm in LA County, John's in Orange County, and there's such a difference in the numbers, right? So Orange County is ahead of us, as a lot of places are ahead of us. We seem to be struggling uh, still. And, but we've started making plans for coming back in January. Now this is completely hopeful. And uh, we'll see in December, as I keep hearing about how there's going to be a convergence of the flu and COVID, and it's just going to, you know, um, rain, cats and dogs, and, you know, the water will be fire out yeah, of the sink. Yeah. All these things are going to happen, right, in January. So brace yourselves. But we are really um, still making those plans of half of the kids uh, coming in the morning and the other half coming in the afternoon, right? And so this was kind of an idea we were playing with in the summer, too, before we were officially 100% distance learning. So we were running through all these scenarios, particularly with choir and band. Our, our largest choir is about 50 kids. Our largest band is about 50 kids. And so even if we had, even if all of those kids came, and we'd, we'd be in a situation where there'd be 25, right? So band, okay, that's too big for any one of our classrooms. Okay, well, band, you can use the auditorium. You, know, you can spread out, even if you're sitting in the seats of the auditorium, you know, if in January it might actually rain one day. You know, you can be spread out all over. Choir, I was going to give them the cafeteria. We don't have kids staying to eat. We don't, the kids are going to come for the morning and go home. Right. So all the tables push to the side. You've got a huge open room, spread your singers out. And we were, yeah, we were going through all of those scenarios, but you know what? I never once thought about, oh yeah, what about the ones, the ones that stay home are basically, we're in the situation where it's like, you can't really be in choir, you know, because mm -hmm. it's, there's just no real way to do it. They're going to have to be taking music appreciation online as their elective because we just can't figure out any other way. Most schools don't have the capacity to do anything close to what Kevin is proposing. And we're a very well-resourced independent school and we can't do it because it doesn't exist, right? So trying to manage it without the resources that a very well-resourced independent school has is it's not even worth talking about, right? It might as well be not 2020, but 1620, right? <laughs> it isn't possible, right? Yeah. And that's you know we're trying to push against the very limit of it, yeah. and still, it's a wall that's that's just a little too high to climb. That, that that's a that's a heavy lift, um, yeah, because those groups are are, are huge, and I, I mean like all those all those. You know, uh, public school groups are, are huge. Just, you know, some, you know, I played in you know, public school band, and yeah, that's, that's, those are the numbers. Um, right, and so the music appreciation is what, that's the other piece of what the remote has, has looked like. All of the kids are giving presentations on a list of artists that I've given them options to choose from, from Miles Davis to uh, John Coltrane to uh, uh, John Lennon to uh, Aretha Franklin, et cetera. So there's a whole list of they can they can choose from. Of course, I've got the heaviest too, but you know, you got your Beethoven's and your Bach's. Um, and they can do a presentation on them. And I, you know, uh, so there's that. 
but again, that that that's that isn't performing arts at all. It's not that's that's uh, that's music appreciation, which is a completely other other thing. And you're right, that's not why that's not where they're going to. No one takes bands so they can write a paper about you know uh, John Philip Sousa. Um, that's, who, right. <laughs> who if cares? you want to take music appreciation, you take it yeah. because you want that music yeah. history, film yeah. history, right? Yeah. You don't take it, right? It's it's like taking a creative writing class and then finding that all you get to do is analyze poetry. It's like, <laughs> no, that's that's fine. Right. right. But that isn't that isn't what I want. So Ke- Kevin, we're coming up on the the yeah. you know our our time here. Yeah. Um what is some advice that you might give to non-music non-performing teachers that might help them apply some of the things that you've learned that are actually working pretty well in in their distance learning or their zoom classes i i have only one piece of advice which i've been giving sort of as a broken record and that is i i I think overwhelmingly teachers are very goal-driven and that's of of course i mean and 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 I'm not saying uh, I'm not saying give up on your goals. What I am saying is, a, I think a a shift in what the goals are. The goals are now keeping kids feeling sane. And frankly, if you if you are having interactions with kids where they are feeling good after the interaction, and they're not uh, losing their mind, I, I, that's a win. That's it. Uh, and, and you know, I you know, I, I've I've gotten pushed back, of course. You know, you're performing arts, whatever. You know, your stuff can be cut or whatever. And I get okay, I get that. You know, maybe math teachers can't take quite that same approach, but I really think across the board, everyone has to take this approach that your job this year is is so much different than any other year. Usually, you create these relationships with kids based on the goals you're you're going after. You create these relationships because you're working hard for a goal. This is a little different this year. You're going to you're going to these relationships because your kids need a place to go, someone to talk to, that isn't the walls, and and and, and feel safe and feel good. And to the extent that you can do that, I I think that's it. <laughs> I don't know that well, now, I don't know. There's much more to uh, to do this year. In 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 all fairness, Kevin, at at least half of the guests in this section of our program have basically said the same thing. I'm sure. What's the goal of the year? Social emotional learning. That's right. What's the goal for the year? Get through the year. (laughs) Is learning going to happen? Sure. Will Uh, it be what it should have looked like if we didn't, we weren't in COVID? No. Will there be other benefits? Yes. We we can't reflect on them now because it's pants on fire, right? That's right. But, But we'll get to the point where we can look back on it and say, and you know, maybe to, to, to Jennifer's point about her colleagues, the middle school principals, right? There are, there are things we're learning that we're going to continue to apply when this is not the reality of the world anymore. Yeah. And you know, one of them I hope is let's reinforce our commitment to social emotional learning and to giving each other a little grace. Uh, I, Completely agree. I, I, yeah, and and I'm I'm sure that's been the takeaway from. I think any teacher who's who's going to survive the year 
is going to think of it in those in those terms. I, yeah. I had I had two kids in my class during a free period today, and we just talked about the state of the world, you know, for forty five minutes, because that's what they wanted to do. That was it. Yep. That's all we did, and that was it. And you know, thank you, goodbye. And we, you know, they stood like twenty feet away without masks on. But you know, that was, you know, they just needed a little, you know, how's life, you know, uh, and, and that's that's what that's what this is going to be, and. No, that's what teachers are. I mean, that's what we are always anyway. That's what we're supposed to be. That, that interaction, that's what it is. I mean, let's, you know, we might be teaching people calculus or something, but really that's what the interaction is. The interaction is, 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 the, is, is, where, the, is where the important part is. And then um, this year, you're, it's going to be more of that than, than ever. And it's going to be all, it, everything else, let's put it this way. Everything else is enrichment, including, right. including, your precious science, your precious math. It's enrichment. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate to break, hate to break it to you, fellas. Um, the, world, the world will not explode because you didn't, uh, you know, get, on to, get Newton's uh, third law, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> well, once again, Kevin, that is simply not true. But that's for a <laughs> that's right. that's for a separate episode of... Uh, Oh, there's a reason you're a music teacher because you don't know anything, dude. Yeah, I know. Right. Uh, Yes. Oh, well, Kevin, I'm glad that you, we didn't make it 30 minutes without you saying something that is indefensible and unsupportable, right? Because it just wouldn't be a conversation. Give me one more minute. I'll I'll give you something else. You'll love it. You'll just, uh, it'll be the worst. Yeah. Oh, I have every confidence of that. I know you. Yeah. Yeah. You just keep on going. Uh, But (laughs) we said that we're going to, uh, to be... Mindful of time because we're going every week. And, great. Um, Good. I'm glad you guys do it every week. That's great. Yeah, Kevin. Delighted to have you on. Thanks, guys. Uh, nice proof to meet you. that we could definitely put a show together. So think about what we're going to do a show on, Kevin. All right? Sounds great. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer, we got one more to go, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we look forward to sharing that episode, COVID Considerations 10, with you next week. Uh, but for now, Kevin Batchelder, brilliant. Aces, man. So glad to have you. Thanks, John. Thanks, Jennifer. Okay. Until next time. All right, guys.